Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Whatnots Captain's Log number 208, where every week we thirst for the taste of legend. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa. That's true. What's going on with you? I'm good. I uh, Yesterday, I did my first trivia hosting gig, so now I have to Ooh. reset all the volumes on my computer because everything is too loud. <laughs> How did I it go? I had to play to an entire basement. It went well, I think. There were six teams, which is a good amount. I'm not like just awkwardly talking to like four people, but also I'm not talking to an entire full room. Six teams was good. They all had seemed to have fun. They clapped for each other. I love that. I love that spirit. So it's good so far. One of one, a success. If if you like that, that's also even something you can inst- instigate down the road. Is like, hey, give every give all your other contestants a round of applause, and then I don't like I that. don't like to make people clap. I really do not like forced <laughs> clapping. Clap right now, damn it! <laughs> I I no, th- sincerely, I do not like being prompted to clap. I want to clap on my own time when I'm ready. Sure, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, at, at, at least you don't have to. It's not like the old days where you had like live on set. They have the sign that says applause. Right. And it, like, <laughs> God, um, well, that's g- good. I'm happy that you had your your first experience with that and it went well. That mm-hmm. seems like a lot Thank of you. fun. Uh, I, I, di- I did not do any trivia related stuff, but uh, two weekends or two week- weekend ago. I, I went to the state fair and yeah, uh, got that's to hang right. out at the state fair for a day. It was a lot, a lot of fun. What is the funnel cake report? Funnel cake was acquired. Uh, it was very, very good. It was big. It was fluffy. There was powdered sugar everywhere. Uh, when we went up to the place to get it, um, they they looked like they were in kind of a bit of a frenzy. I think we just hit them maybe at the wrong yeah. time. They were out of batter. They were t- trying to get more. So it took a little while for us to get it. Um, but when we did, it was fantastic. And because we were waiting for so long, they g- gave us a free caramel a- 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 apple. And it was delicious. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's. That's not something you just give away for free. That's like you have to carry it. You have to hold it upright. That's yeah. not an easy item to transport. Yeah, they it, it was slightly windy uh, where we well not really, but like there, there was a light breeze enough that like when they were handing out the funnel cakes, they put an extra plate on top to like ah. keep everything there. And so then I just put the caramel apple on, t- on, t- on top to like help okay. hold it all in there but yeah it was good we got uh that stuff we played some of the games we got some of the stuffed animals we won um none of the big ones but we got like a an alpaca llama uh like stuffed animal we got an alien a little oh, like, man. green alien uh and then we I got love- a unicorn i love all the alien stuff you can find at fairs in stuffed form sometimes you would go play a carnival game and you'd win like a weird small poster and a cardboard frame we've got <laughs> some of those that are aliens uh, unicorn always good too yeah and then uh we went on uh the ferris whale they also like the the location that they had it in also has a bunch of buildings and stuff uh-huh. like that that on the inside would be like a, a space for where they might have like a Comic-Con or something like oh, that. Okay. Except in this thing, they have multiple buildings. There's uh, supposedly like animals in one thing. You can go see horses and goats and cows and all that stuff. And I think they auction them off to like all the ranchers and, and stuff. Um, and they, they had an art show, like a local art show. Oh. Uh, of everyone from like kindergarten age all the way up to like they're in college and he, you know, here's their their stuff or they just happen to be a local like working artist. Uh, and it was everything from like paintings and drawings to sculptures and woodworking and all sorts of stuff. Um, they and then, yeah, inside one 
welding it was more of a convention not as mm. fun but it, it was like you could buy treadmills or you could buy a jacuzzi wow. or a new mattress oh my God. or you could buy oh. yeah, like God, yeah. I want to go to one of those consumer showrooms. Yes. Yeah. It, it, it's God, just take that. me to a consumer fair. I just want to <laughs> see like a pleasant lady like point at things. Yeah, I want to have had, pamphlets for things I'll never buy. They had one booth that I, I saw because we were waiting uh, like to for the bathroom. And there was this one booth here that they they sold. I, I They described it as artisan palm trees they weren't real trees they were like plastic and metal and what like oh. all of this stuff but it's meant to be like a backyard fixture that is like this giant sculpture oh yeah that provides shade there might be lights in it or like the the base of the palm tree has like a table around it so you can put like your drinks on the air or stuff like that um it was interesting to see all of the the stuff but yeah we went we went on a big old ferris wheel we went on two actually there was a smaller one that went faster uh and Whoa. then there was one i mean not like not faster than your typical one but just of the two it was faster um and then the First one we actually went on was the one that is like, it's the biggest in the state. Here it is. Oh, you can see man. everything. Um, and we went like at the perfect time. The sun was just oh, yeah. set, set, setting. Uh, so it was kind of dark out. You could see all the lights, but you can still see the like purple, like the bluish purple tint on the like horizon. Um, yeah, it, it, it was a lot of fun. We had a blast. Good, you, good time at the state fair. Now, now, whenever I see a Ferris wheel, all I think about is Mr. Robot. Does that happen to you? <laughs> no, I did not think of Mr. Robot. Wow. <laughs> we uh, did, so the 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 big tall one you had to like they fit like five or six people in oh. each cart. So it yeah, was yeah. me and my girlfriend, and then like four other people uh and so we're all sitting there like man it'd be like it's always like you all you you always think of like the movies or stuff where the thing like falls and like gets uh -huh. off and just starts rolling away and so of course that was the discussion that we were having there and then we got back down to the bottom which is when i said well, if it falls this is the spot that we want to be in when it falls yeah. you want to be at the bottom uh because then it just boom and then like falls over you you'll be fine but you you'll crawl still, out yeah yeah you'll still win in the settlement right that after af afterwards you'll get a ton of, m m m of money um so yeah <laughs> we had an awesome time <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you'll just again get a free caramel apple <laughs> yeah uh here's a caramel apple for your trouble thank you come again <laughs> So yeah, we we had a good time. We had a Man, good time. I I I've been to carnivals before, but mm -hmm. on the level of like the town carnival, the church carnival. My mom's church would have a carnival every year, but this year they just had a dinner. And I'm uh -huh. like, "Where do I get my funnel cake then?" They, they didn't have it. And mom's like, "I think I know of other church carnivals." So there's like a whole <laughs> network. If your church doesn't have one, you know the churches that do. Yeah. Yeah, but I've never done the like full state fair, and I want to. I want to see like a cow, um, yeah. uh, like cows that won ribbons, and like the place setting competition, and like a statue made out of corn. Biggest mm -hmm. pumpkin. Yeah, they they had all sorts of stuff like that here. It was Man, a blast. That's what I got to get to. I got to get to the arch <laughs> the agricultural wonderland part of a fair. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, well, what about uh, the rest of your week? Bes besides the, the trivia stuff, wh what have you been up to? Have you been watching some uh, good stuff? I, I do watch things when I have the time. That is my favorite thing to do is to watch a film. Uh, and this week I watched J.J. Abrams's Super 8. Have you ever mm. seen Super 8? I went to go see it in theaters. 
back in the day. Wow. Fun. Yeah, I don't remember much, but I I know that I saw it. <laughs> I'd, I'd wanted to see it and I never got out to. This was my first time here uh, 11 years later. That is a 2011 film. It came out directly between Star Trek and Star Trek Into Darkness. Yeah. He took a break and he made Super 8. And I watched it because it was going off of HBO Max. I'm like, well, now is my time. Uh, and I'm like, that's slightly spooky. So that's a good enough movie for late September. Yeah. And I knew it was produced by Steven Spielberg and it had a very early Spielberg feel to it. And I thought it might be good background watching before uh, Spielberg's autobiographical film, The Fablemans, comes out later this year. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's from what I remember, it is like Stranger Things before Stranger Things. They they like see what whatever the alien thing was they catch it on camera mm. and it is like the young no. group of kids right adventuring to like try and figure out what's happening and the adults don't believe them and that, not exactly it's it's like i i obviously don't remember the plot but <laughs> you're like kid like, alien yeah something That's with it. a camera that like it it felt like a modern take on the like group of kids in an 80s yeah. adventure movie thing. Well, it is it is set in 1979 and it is about these kids who are making a movie and they take this movie making very seriously. Like they make one of their friends like take her dad's car in the middle of the night and they all drive out to like the train station yeah. because they have a scene set at a train station. They're like, it's we're doing this at night. We're doing it at midnight where nobody's going to bother us. We have <laughs> costumes. We have makeup. We have lighting. Like, I love that this is primarily a film about like young filmmakers. Yeah. And then just a mystery happens to them. But throughout the mystery, they're still like, but when are we going to finish our film? <laughs> and our main character isn't the director. He's the kid who does like the special effects makeup and he makes models. Like, I like that the director is his bossy friend he has to deal with. That's awesome. I I enjoyed it. I think it's the only film I'm aware of that is sole story credit to J.J. Abrams. This is an original idea of his. Yeah. And there's some really interesting choices in it. Like I said, I like that our protagonist is not the protagonist of his friend group. He is not the leader. He's just one of the kids. And the movie starts with uh, a steel interior day, a steel factory. They're taking one of those signs that says, you know, 700 and something days since last accident. And they're taking all the numbers down because it's just been one day since the last accident. And then you see makeup boy and he's like sad outside on a swing set in his funeral clothes. And you think his dad died. But no, his mom died. Is it, women can oh, be steel twist. workers also. It's it's minor, but like <laughs> it's not. This is not how a mom usually dies in a movie in a right. steel working accident. I'll tell you that much. I appreciate the slight bit of novelty. And not only has she died, like a two ton beam fell on her and crushed her. Like his mom was pulverized. The neighbors are talking about. What do you think they're even burying? I think she's just goo. They're burying an empty coffin. And like he's he's Did got they this locket. The they no Are goo they is my goo? own word. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know goo. Goo's a Melissa creation, not a JJ Abrams creation. But that's how this movie starts. That happens in like the first three minutes. You learn that this boy's mom was pulverized. Yeah. And what a wild dark cloud to watch the rest of this movie under. Like, not only has his mother died, his mother died in a freak accident that utterly destroyed her. And there's no mystery to it. It's just an accident. It's not plot. Well, it's plot relevant that his mother died, but it's not like, oh, the alien technology was interfering with the machinery and that's what made the steel beam fault. No, a beam just fell on her and she, she was pulled. Just, oops like that that's that's it's, what happened 
it's it's such a wild, intense yeah. thing to happen as part of this movie. That's wild. I don't know if it's a good idea or a bad idea, but I'll never forget it. I'll be <laughs> 70 years old. And I'm like, do you remember that movie where the boy's mom was polarized? And I then I guess him and his buddies like met an alien or something. <laughs> yeah. Wild. Well, let's see. On my end, I've I've been watching a few things, but uh, I've been really engrossed into a K-drama, a crime ah. show. Um, of course, because all of the K-dramas that I've wa- watched happen to be crime shows. Um, it's called Beyond Evil, and it's on Netflix. Um, okay. And 16 episodes, I have two left. Okay. I'm almost at the end here, but man, That's I have not been bad. engrossed because this show d- does a lot of things, not differently per se, but just very, very minor twists on on things mm-hmm. um, that I, I was just like, oh, th- this is a pleasant way to include that trope of a crime show. Mm. I guess not pleasant way because most things in a crime show aren't pleasant. Um, but, uh, but no, but like, like the novelty of it can be pleasant. Like, you know, you have to like watch people die or like have other terrible things happen to him. You do appreciate when like, oh, he's going to pull a gun on him and it's like, oh, he pulled a knife on him. Okay. Equal (laughs) amount of danger, but I'm seeing something slightly different. Yeah. There's a lot of really, really good twists in this show. Mm. Um, and so the, the the things that I like about the show that they do really, really well is they capture that small town feeling where mm-hmm. all of the characters in the show are all intertwined. They all know each other really, really well. And you get to know them, too. Um, I remember back I, I keep pointing to this one because I think that was one of the things that we pointed out that we liked about that French crime show that we watched on the review show the I forest think the forest yeah it was like yeah it really felt like a small town but we i think we felt like we didn't get to know the characters enough mm. i think is is what i i remember us saying about that this one you we really get to know like all of the characters and stuff and how they are all intertwined on top of that they include that whole cat and mouse vibe but instead of it being between the detective and the culprit, it's between mm-hmm. two of the detectives, um, <laughs> which I was not expecting. So they they pair two of these detectives as they do. You know, you, you have your yeah, p- p- your partner if you're if you're a police officer. Right. Um, and it's it, like the older, more jaded detective paired with the young hotshot detective yeah. right um the crazy thing about this it is a they they are after a serial killer in this um when the serial killings were happening uh it was 20 years ago it was in the year 2000 that these wow. killings were happening and the person that was arrested for the these uh these crimes was the brother of one of the victims however the brother didn't do it he was released yeah and he became a police officer he is now that jaded detective uh that is the main thing the young hotshot detective uh he's He's like a he's like the son of the guy who's probably going to be the like head police commissioner of all of South Korea. You know, he's 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 a big hotshot detective. Um, He goes out to the small town because he's also kind of investigating this 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 serial killer crime. He still thinks the brother did j- 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 it. Ooh. And so it is that this like cat and mouse between these two detectives huh. where it's it, where he's he's like they're they're investigating together. But he's still like, I think it was you. And then the the older detective will have this like playful smile with the like with the Kubrick stare of, of like, oh, so <laughs> you think you think I did it, huh? 
<laughs> and he's just and, and then he just like they just mess with one and then other, and it's fun like it's just like man this is so fascinating to watch them and, and then like, reluctantly neat. yeah like reluctantly realize that maybe their ideas were both wrong or maybe they were right about certain things and it's just it's it's fascinating um so beyond evil on netflix good show do i have to watch evil first to understand beyond evil (laughs) no (laughs) evil is a show on paramount plus that is apparently in its like fourth season anything about it except i think michael emerson's in it uh, so speaking yeah, of which the actor that super eight super eight full of lost alums oh yeah not in the cast but like it's the same oh you've got What's, a michael giacchino score i think J. it's J. the J. same Abrams, dp yeah. the same editor yeah i like that he reunited with some of his lost buds to make this movie like cool. a year or two after lost ended always makes me happy to see those names again Hell yeah um but yeah so that's that's all all the stuff that i've been been watching recently all the one thing thank all you all the one thing yep mm-hmm. i i also only had one thing i watched <laughs> poltergeist again it's okay yeah yeah like i i've i've watched other stuff that i haven't mentioned and things like that but sometimes there's just that one you know you're like right I need, to, I need to talk about this thing because i am i need to know what happened melissa <laughs> I need to know who did it. Yeah. It's all all coming together. But that's the thing. There's still two episodes left and they do the full like hour long uh, episodes. And even sometimes it's like it's an hour and 10 minutes. Oh, that's too hefty. And yeah, they're they're really, really long, but they pack so much into an episode that I'm, I'm like, well, it seems like it's coming together, but we still have two episodes. Anything can happen. And like, right. I, I, I don't know. Like there's there's probably some t- twist that I'm still not anticipating that they're going to be like, ha ha, here's the final thing. And I'm like, what? Mind blown. So I'm that's excited. Ex- that's exciting to look forward to a time when your mind can be blown. Oh, yes. Like a good mind blowing. Yeah, you need it Fun every stuff, once yeah. in a while. As often as you get a haircut, get your get your hair dried, get your mind blown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Melissa, we also went uh, Halloween decoration sh- shopping yeah! uh, a day or two ago. We've we've only gotten some small stuff, right? We, like I I I have to fight the impulse to to be like buy everything. It's hard because there's really is there's so much good stuff out there. Every year I go and there's something I want, but every year if it's happened enough years and I'm like, you can't keep buying things. You don't have that much apartment. You don't have a mantle. Where are you going (laughs) to put all this stuff? Yeah, we do. We want like both decorations for outside outside as well as inside the, the house like do we, we want to decorate things on the inside inside but that is the thing is like we also have christmas coming up there's thanksgiving too right there's all that like so we we can't buy everything all at once but we want to build it up over the years of like okay yeah. in like two or three <laughs> years we have bone all by of our bone stuff. Yeah. This year we buy one skeleton. Next year we buy the skeleton of friend. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but we we were looking at some of the costumes and stuff that they had at like Target and and things like that. It it was a good t- good time. Are you guys gonna do like a couple's costume for your first Halloween? Uh, living in the same place. Um potentially we haven't really discussed it at length uh we did get invited to a halloween party that is spongebob themed like you have to come as some kind of spongebob character um that's very specific yeah uh so like i mean that could potentially count as like a couple's costume um you're you're in the same genre yeah yeah uh your neighbors but uh, do we we haven't discussed specific ones of like, oh, we need to like we need to have a couple's costume. Right. And you can't be 
somebody else is already going to be Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. I have to break this to you now. Somebody's already doing it. That's that's the thing is like that we I, I'm pretty certain there is going to be multiple Sponge Bobs, multiple Patricks, multiple like all, all of that stuff. And I'm sure, sure, sure we'll all take like, let's get all the SpongeBobs together for a picture. <laughs> right. Um, like when you're at a Comic-Con and it's every yes. Deadpool on the stairs. Yeah, exactly. 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 Um, so we we've we we're, we're thinking about that. We're still not. 100% certain if we're going to go to that but we we seem I think pretty likely that we we might go to that one. Um wow. And I I think my idea for a costume was to just be a plain regular SpongeBob but have it be like a y- yellow like hot out and his pants there and just have his little legs just oh <laughs> So it's like just me, like, a like my face is yellow. Yeah, and then like his like like some kind of thing that I can stick my face in, like you see at like a state fair, right? Where you stick your right. face in and now you're an astronaut. Um, but it's just it's a thing for my head that is in the shape of SpongeBob and it has his little pants there, like right here at the bottom. And then just his little feet just dangle in there. And then just your other regular clothes. Then just your Xbox shirt. <laughs> yeah. Then, then uh, yeah, my crossplay shirt or <laughs> something like that. I don't know. Are you? We'll see. Are you going to wear this on our Halloween episodes? Or are you going to be Jughead for the fourth year in a row? Trying not to be Jughead, but it is a That'd fallback. be nice. Jughead in your back pocket. <laughs> There's always Jughead in the banana stand. There is. Um, yeah, no, I, w- I would. I would like something else. If it is this SpongeBob thing, I might. I might be SpongeBob. Um, there, there, there was one thing I did see at Target uh-huh. that I might go back for and get, um, just because I thought it was funny. Um, but it, it's it's. <laughs> It's another really simple one that I I feel, I feel like is more eye rolly than like oh hey mm. great co- costume it's just like oh Kyle <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> There is this movie review show I watch on YouTube called Welcome to the Basement and every year on their Halloween episode the two co-hosts dress up as characters from films they've watched since last Halloween mm. and i've thought about if we want to do something like that for the review show interesting like you have to show up dressed as a, a review show character from the last year that'd be kind of fun since we're starting it since we're starting if we were to start it you, i guess you could go back to any any of the 200 plus episodes of the review show. Nobody covered them before. There you go. Just get my bomber jacket and dad hat. Uh, and then I'll be hack dad. Right. Hack dad. <laughs> <laughs> right. You be hack dad. Mr. Uh, Robot. <laughs> I want to be one of those sexy McDonald's girls from the fifth element. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. We could do something like that. That'd be fun. Because, I mean, we did a whole captain's log thing of making knockoff uh costumes for all for like all of the review show things right so we can't go as legitimately that thing like you couldn't dress up as neo you have to dress up as a new computer man the uno (laughs) (laughs) whoa i know kicks and punches yeah exactly exactly <laughs> be really funny it has to be a knockoff thing <laughs> man do 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 you have an idea set are you are you, do you have one like are, are you <sighs> seriously being like i want to be the whatchamacallit thing from fifth element or you, oh, or you have oh, something else in mind i don't know i think i want to go with something simpler like, I love to dress up, but I don't want to go whole hog on something I might just use one year or that's like, great, now I've invested in it. I have to be this every year. I have to be a sexy Fifth Element McDonald's girl for the next five years. So I don't know. I mean, that's was... something simple. I 
I was thinking about being a cow. There you go. There you go. You could play uh, the Doja Cat song about being a cow. She's got a cow song? This is how she was discovered. Go go After this podcast, go look it up. Bitch, I'm a cow by Doja Wow. Wow. Did not know this. I've just seen her around. She's very shiny. I don't know anything about her. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what I, I, I would do if I were to, to, to be a character from. I was, show I stuff. was looking at our roster from this year. You've got many great things you could be like um, the Titanic. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Um, the Titanic. It's just, it's, um, it's just my my body is is the is one half of the ship, and then I just have like a, t- a top that like f- folds over, and my head is in there. But it's just like it's like over. You just that, keep that dumping way. ice on yourself during the whole recording. Uh, you could be, you could be the Gray Man, that famous Gray Man look from Netflix's The Gray Man, the mm-hmm. hottest costume this year. Every yep, kid, you go. you're going to see him knock on your door and you're like, I know you. Your Netflix is the gray man. <laughs> uh, one of many different kinds of Godzilla. You could be a Godzilla. You could be a slime. You could be the twister. Uh, you could be a chicken strip. I'd love to be a chicken strip. Right? I've never seen anybody dress up as a chicken strip. <laughs> you could be a dog that's powerful. <laughs> The easiest costume is just to draw on your face like that one guy in the after party. Sure. Yeah. Just uh, what was the one word that he was trying to figure out? (laughs) Somebody wrote, wrote I have diarrhea on his neck. And then he's like, whoever wrote this, I think they're the killer. So I have to make everybody at this party write down the word diarrhea. What if I just had that written on my neck? I have diarrhea. <laughs> That's an <laughs> Facial tattoos are getting weird. Yep. If only we could have effective audio recording behind baby masks. Like the like the the school mascot from Happy Death Day. Yeah. I I mean it it wouldn't it Probably wouldn't be too bad if it's like a thinner mask, especially since the mic is only a couple inches off of my face. Like, wouldn't be too bad, but you can still probably tell. It's like, oh, he's speaking through a mask. (laughs) What an episode to listen to and not watch. You just have to hear that we're wearing masks. That I I I sometimes think that's a really fu- funny thing to mm. do is do some kind of like visual gag uh, on yes. a podcast and then just not mention it. Period. At all, mm. like it, it, like we're talking about Halloween costumes. Like, what if you and I just secretly decided to dress up as like a, a hot dog and a cheeseburger? Uh, in the middle yeah. of February. And oh, just I thought you don't just... <laughs> mention it. But like, I like say in the middle of the episode, like forty minutes or, in. Or sure, like yeah, we sure, just to pull on the hot dog onesie. Yeah, just start. You know, just start putting on hot dog outfits. But just don't, <laughs> don't, just don't mention it at all. Like no, like <laughs> verbal. Like wow, Melissa, what are you changing into there? Sure looks delicious. No. That like it, it just and, no. and then that way uh, like audio podcasters just don't they never know right they never know. you have to w- go to our YouTube page and watch every episode because you don't know if I'm like slowly putting on every piece of jewelry from a pretty pretty pe- princess board game yeah exactly what if I was the prettiest princess <laughs> sometimes I think that can be fun but then and mm. then then I would also want to do something similar for audio and i just have nothing i right. i I'm, I'm just like i i don't know what i would do like <laughs> we just slowly slowly sound like we're getting farther away we end the episodes just on the back walls of our rooms just shouting but it, it has to look normal on the youtube <laughs> version 
like so i i, I don't know I, yeah that's it oh, we well. have time we have time to think of halloween trickeries yeah we've given the we folks do. a treat when will we give them a trick kyle one day one of these days one of these days for sure um well with that i say we take a quick break for housekeeping uh and when we get back we got some marvel news to catch up on and all that good we do uh so we will be right back we put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots. And we'd love it if you check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and a thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash The Whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you'd like to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. What's up? We are back. Uh, big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. Thank you all so, so much. We appreciate it. Thank you. There you go. Uh, cool things we've been up to here at the Whatnots. Of course, if you are a patron, especially those of you at the $3 tier, you get access to all of our exclusive content, including the new one that we've been doing, the Pilots Club, uh, which has been a lot of fun. Uh, we recently covered the pilot episode of The Shield, the critically acclaimed uh, cop drama uh, that was on mid 2010. No, early. No, earlier. Tens. Yeah. Er, mid right? mid 2000s on FX. 2000s. Okay. Yeah. Um, man, that one was an interesting one. One that I eventually one day want to go back to and watch it all. Uh, but yeah, go go ch ch check that out because that one has been a lot a lot of fun to make. Um, on the review show. We just started Spooky Month. It's going to be we all spookums all month. Uh, all be scary scared. stuff. All horror. We started off uh, the month by watching a, a movie and its sequel, a duology, if you will. Mm -hmm. We watched Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You. Um, those were a, a great one to start things off with. And this week we are reading a manga by Junji Ito. Uh, it's yeah. called Shiver. It's a it collection a... of sh short stories. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I just I wanted to tell people that it is uh, Junji Ito's own collection. His own selection is of some of his finest short stories. And Indeed. it's I've read through the first couple. I'm really enjoying myself. This is great. Yeah. Uh, who knows what will be up to the rest of the month, but it will be all scary stuff all month. Um, then, uh, he, here on the Captain's Log, last week we were ranking fast food joints. We we uh, we, we had a, a blast. We figured out what Melissa's rose bud was. If you really want to understand Melissa, figure out what her rose bud is. Uh, and you'll You're be right. Like, ah, what is, what's your internal sled? It doesn't have to be a sled like it was for Charles Foster Kane. But what's this, like, childhood totem? that you cling to <laughs> and that you will whisper upon death. I will Indeed. die. And uh, a snow globe will spill from my fingers. As I say, double quarter pounder with cheese, <laughs> please. <laughs> um, and then on the whatnots reactor core, uh, we have been reacting to she Hulk. Uh, so you guys can catch our reactions to that. Uh, I've been also watching Star Wars and J -J -J -Jor. We are do doing reactions to that, both myself and Ignacio. Uh, but we are do doing those every three weeks. We're letting them stack up a, a bit. So uh, next week you should, I, I think, yeah, 
next week is going to be episode six of that show. Uh, so we'll do another one for that. Uh, and then be on the lookout because this week, Werewolf by Night comes out. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we got to so- figure out when we're going to record this because normally I watch these Disney Plus MCU things like first thing in the morning while I eat my breakfast. But I don't know if I should wait and watch Werewolf by Night at night. I don't know if I'm allowed to watch it during the day. I'm watching it during the day in the safety and comfort of my own home. <laughs> well, I'll watch it at home, but I'll turn off all the lights. I'll close the blinds. I'll make there it you go. night. There you go. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll say that that is the end of our housekeeping and, and a good segue into all of our Marvel uh, news and stuff that we need to talk about uh on on i I, I guess last bit of housekeeping is we also have a reaction up to the brand new wakanda forever yes um yeah that that, that's up on our youtube page so please go check that out uh but yeah werewolf by night this week a brand new trailer for black panther wakanda forever uh exciting times exciting times indeed it's good Um, yeah won't say much on the Black Panther trailer, except that it is a, a, another awesome trailer. So mm-hmm. this is a good year for him. I've been thinking back on this year. There are many trailers I have thoroughly enjoyed s- separate of the films. Mm-hmm. Maybe I enjoyed the films. Maybe I haven't seen them yet. But when I think of the trailers on their own, they're upstanding ones. Mm-hmm, indeed i did get to see the new rock stars break down of the trailer and some of their thoughts and mm-hmm. theories and stuff there was one that i liked that i did not think about uh is because mm-hmm. we, we've all been wondering is like who's going to be the new black panther of well what if it's multiple people like what if, i like that idea yeah because it, especially since at the end of the first black panther you see them kind of trying to establish these uh, like uh, these embassy outposts where they are finally kind of ready to open themselves up to the world and sh- share their knowledge and technology. Why that? Not that they would sh- share the Black Panther things with the outsiders, but yeah, why not amongst themselves share that Black Panther technology mm-hmm. a, a, a little more? widely like what if the all of the dora milaje all were black panthers right right i don't know you know why can't everybody have armor like that it sounds like a good idea yeah sounds like a good idea indeed (laughs) yeah i'm on team there will be multiple uh carriers of the black panther role in the in the culture going forward i like it I would even think that, like, maybe they have one that's in charge. Like, there is right. one, like, supreme Black Panther that maybe has, like, a fail safe to, like, turn all the other suits off. Yeah. Like, in, uh, right? Like, it, that's like the at, the end, at the end of the day, yeah, like, you are the main <laughs> right. one. You are the Black Panther, but there might be some other mm. Panthers out there. <laughs> Mom turned my suit off. Time to go home. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's my turn with the Black Panther suit. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I I loved that trailer a lot. I cannot wait for Werewolf by Night, though. Yeah, thankfully, you have to wait less than 48 hours. Yeah, the reviews have been stellar. Uh, I'm so happy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm especially happy because it is directed by aforementioned composer Michael Giacchino. I think it's. The first, like, I think maybe he's directed, like, little short films or something before. Maybe. But this is his first, like, did, may, it's not a, a whole feature film. It's, like, this hour-long special. But still, this is his first, like, larger-scale thing he's directed. Right. Uh, it's a name that's been aware to us since you know, Lost premiered in 2004. Like, wow, <laughs> I've known about this guy for, like, 18 years. He's still around. He's, he's making still big advancements it. in his career. Today, in his honor, to, like, look back as I look forward, I, like, was listening to a bunch of Michael Giacchino tracks on Spotify, and there is a really lovely live concert of Lost music. That's awesome. Uh, 
it's <laughs> I started listening to it and I got too emotional. I'm like, I'm at work. I have to turn this off. Like I can't. Jorge Garcia comes out and like reads part of the script. It's really <laughs> sweet. You, you just hear hear him go, dude. <laughs> and then you hear he reads like the full like exterior beach night and it's the scene at the end of everybody hates hugo where hurley just hands all the snacks out to everybody great it's beautiful great stuff yeah uh they do stuff like that for video games a lot like they'll have yeah. like video game concerts where it's all the like final fantasy music or all the persona music or zelda stuff like that uh, I've not been to one, but I've I like I've the uh, I I think they're they're neat and it'd be a fun experience to yes. go to. Be like, man, I'd really love to go to like the Kingdom Hearts um, one and just get to mm-hmm. hear all of that stuff and just be like, man, yeah, this is yeah, this, I, this is my jam. <laughs> I haven't seen an orchestra play since I was in like fifth grade, and we went to see it on a field trip. Uh, as much as I go to see theater, I have not gone to see orchestra. We've got a great symphony here in the city. Next time they do one of those, we play the score along to the movies. If they pick the right movie, I want to check it out. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Uh, Well, let's see. In other Marvel news, Armor Wars is now being developed as a movie. It's an interesting one. And of course, Don Shadle is still reprising his role. It seems like there's been a few creative shakeups because I did also see something about uh, I think the director of Blade leaving the project uh, and that Mahershala Ali has not been happy with how it's been going so far. I'm not sure how true that one is, Um, but then now with this being turned into a movie, I'm wondering if some things are shifting behind the scenes and we don't know all of the what's happening yeah i think if i've got it right like blade has just hit some different delays i think it's still got the same ultimate release date but there's just like a scheduling conflict with the original director like who had already signed on to do something else and had to leave and do that and they i think there, there was some script reworking the script was like not quite at the length and and depth that they wanted it to be at i also heard that there wasn't much action in the script, it was like only like one or two actions, Haynes, and people were not happy about that. Of just like this is like this is the next big Marvel thing, and it's <laughs> going to be slow and boring. And well, we we don't know what the things that aren't action are. I mean, sure, yeah, like I I'm I'm not saying oh there's no action, it's going to be a terrible movie, but I I think it's just like it, from what I'm gathering is that people were maybe expecting something else or I don't know. Cause I mean, we obviously haven't seen or read the script. We don't know what's happening. We don't know what it's going to be. Um, But who knows, but armor wars now being developed as a movie. How do you feel about that? Um, I I don't know if have they said if it's going to be theatrically released or will it be like a Disney Plus movie because they haven't done one of those before yet. They they've haven't. done shows. They're doing this. I'm holiday special now with with Werewolf <laughs> by Night and then with the Guardians holiday special, but they haven't done a like a uh, streaming only film. It's Disney. I don't think like they only very reluctantly put all of their stuff on Disney plus like during the pandemic and stuff. I don't like, I, I just kind of assumed that when they said it's going to be a movie, that this is now going to be a theatrical thing. It still could be a Disney plus thing, Mm. but I don't, I, I just feel like if they're going to do a Disney plus thing, they might as well just keep it a show. I, I mean, know. maybe it was just a a structural thing. They're like, if we kept maybe. this a series, there would be a little bit of padding to reach the length that we needed. Really, we've got like a tight two hours of story. We'd rather just do it in one two hour chunk. We'd rather do it in movie format. Which uh, and I, I hope could be true. They just go with whatever format works for whatever the story is. Yeah, because that's um, that's something I think that has been kind of hurting both the Marvel and Star Wars 
shows at, at least because those are really the only ones I'm watching on Disney Plus. But mm-hmm. that like six episode uh, or, or like real short run of shows like seems to ultimately be kind of hurting the shows. They don't feel like they've really found the right pacing to do mm-hmm. with these things. Um, which I did Star Wars Andor is like 12 episodes and it's an hour long and it is awesome. It, it like I it, this feels like it is something else. Um, and it just it, like it feels like people already knew how to make a show at that kind of length. And it was just like, oh, like this is like one of the writers of Chernobyl and like one of the, like it it feels like they're getting some of that like hbo Mm. level of of like this is how you dole out a show over 12 uh, episodes here um so uh, yeah i mean it it might be that's like oh like we could do six episodes but yeah like you said it might just have a little too much padding like what if we just chop it out and make it a movie yeah, or maybe there is like a, a subplot that's going to be pulled for another Marvel title. And now that they're losing the subplot, they're like, it's leaner. We could just make this a movie now. I don't know. I, I was looking forward to Armor Wars being maybe a little bit more of a mystery, maybe a little bit more of a thriller. I don't know. I wasn't imagining it with a sort of bombastic scale of a featured theatrical film. Uh yeah. But I don't know. I, we really don't know what it is yet. We don't know a lot. We just know who Rhodey is. Uh, <laughs> we don't have any more setup for what Armor Wars is going to be. We don't know what ingredients they're going to be playing with. Uh, I just enjoy Don Cheadle. I, I've spent most of my life thinking he already had an Oscar and he doesn't. Now I don't know if he could get an Oscar for playing Rhodey in Armor Wars, but I want to see him win one one day and just making this a movie instead of a show gets us it gets us one step closer. Yeah, like that is like I'm. I don't know how far along they are with this, like the script of all of that stuff and where it's going to be, because I can see Armor Wars going a couple of ways like i can see it being something that is more tied to the marvel universe in the sense that it seems like there is some kind of race to get something we don't know what this new MacGuffin is we don't know what the the new infinity stones are right right right? (laughs) like kang in quantum mania seems to be hiring Mm. Ant-Man and the Wasp to steal something or get him something that he lost. So could be an artifact, could be a piece of technology, could be formula, who knows? Armor Wars is, it seems like there's going to be a war over some armor. There's also a secret invasion. (laughs) Did they steal something? Is this why they're invading? Um, What's happening here? Like, I... I don't know. So, like, I could see it being like a, a yeah, like a thriller, uh, like a a military thriller. I could also see it almost kind of being like a Top Gun style movie, like something like like I'm wondering if they saw that and was like, what if we did that with Rhodey? Like, and and he's training like some newer recruits of to, of some kind of <laughs> thing here and he has to do that like one last mission thing right like that that be like i i'd watch that fuck yeah um can i tell you there's already a top gun maverick type movie coming out in theaters later this year it's called like a really generic title like devotion or something <laughs> and <laughs> It's a Korean war drama, which you don't see a lot of. And it's these two fighter pilots played by Jonathan Majors and um, the guy from Top Gun Maverick. Glenn Powell, is that his name? The bully guy. The like mean blonde man. Like it's just him. He gets to be in two fighter pilot movies this year because they filmed Top Gun Maverick so long ago. And it's just been sitting on a shelf. 
And like, I guess if you've got those skills, you want to put them to use again. He's like, I already know how to do this. Just right? put me in more plain movies. It's wild. We get two of these in one year. And I had so much fun at Top Gun Maverick. I'm like, what if I see this too? What if that's me now? What if, what if I become me? like I am the devotion? <laughs> the devotion is the feeling you feel for Jonathan Majors. Yeah, yeah. Like, what if I just transform into a dad and I go see fighter pilot <laughs> movies now? <laughs> What, what if I just man. developed real dad tastes? Like I just go see like a, a slow, quiet, like manly Clint Eastwood film. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I, go see, I, I come here next week talking about how much I love cry macho. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was trying to think of a segue into like slow dad movies hugh jackman logan returning as I wolverine i will tell you one of my dad's <laughs> favorite movies is real steel i, I don't know i what have seen that's basically a rock'em sock'em robots movie where he's mm. like a a coach for a boxer but his boxer is a robot he built and he takes it to arenas to punch other robots it's called Real Steel. Real My Steel. parents have seen it several times. In a world where steel is fake, you will witness Real Steel. Right? <laughs> it's like, you know it is real. You guys, you've seen it. <laughs> Nobody's That's pulled funny. any wool over your eyes. You've always known. Steel, factual. There you go. But yeah. I've never seen them watch Steel starring Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, maybe I'll move them onto that next. Maybe we have to do one of these, uh, like a review show thing of like superhero movies you didn't know were like based on like real like Marvel or DC comics and like steal the one of them. Like, man, I, I went to go see that movie in theaters. I had this sound track. It was a terrible wow. movie. <laughs> it was so bad. Um, but but yeah. Uh, Hugh Jackman, though, returning yes. as Wolverine in Deadpool 3. We got our first, like, teaser for Deadpool 3. I mean, it's not like a official, like, here's the teaser trailer, but it was... It's, yeah, it's it was a, a very like, literal teaser in that you're just in, like, Ryan Reynolds' house, and he's like, yeah, we know you guys know we're going to make another Deadpool. Here's when it is. Guess who's in it? Who's that walking out of the background of my house? It's my good friend, Hugh Jackman. I, yeah, I, I, I wasn't sure if it was going to be an advertisement for like Mint Mobile or, or something, right? Because that's because he, he owns that. Uh, but yeah, and then it was like Deadpool 3. It's happening. Hugh Jackman's coming back as a Wolverine. So. Hugh Jackman, more like Hugh back, man. D yeah. Here he is. There you go. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm excited for Deadpool 3. I'm wondering what what what, what Wolverine are we getting here? Is this mm -hmm. like L L Logan version of Wolverine? Is that like what's I don't know. It is I'll we'll see. I'll tell you my dreams. I'll tell you my dream. We go to a universe that never really had the Avengers and the X-Men were like the Avengers of that world. They are like the number one okay. most well-recognized, most beloved, most heroic hero team. In a world where they were and, not hated and feared and they right. survived the, the situation, right? Yeah. Right. They not only survived, they helped everyone else survive and they got their very own Rogers the Musical. Howlet the Musical. Finally, uh, Hugh Jackman can unite his two major credits, being a Wolverine and being a song and dance man. Interesting. What if the X-Men was a boy band? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and it, it, it was both of the, the, them. Uh, and, and they are they somehow get sucked into the MCU and have to become real heroes. Real steel. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I boy band 
or like a man band, like tear, <laughs> like tears for fears or air supply. Man band. <laughs> a man band is like a boy band, but they're men. And I'm not <laughs> like a band that like boys never was man like band. <laughs> like they never were like cute boys. You'd cut their photos out of a magazine and put them up in your locker. It's like they've even if they started the band when they were like in, in their 20s, they've always felt like middle-aged men you know they're all like like the, i don't the, know if the, like <laughs> grizzled like john wayne t- t- types no right? but just sort of like soft like dads in a polo shirt just genial dads you know this is how i feel <laughs> about the band too. air supply like i don't know if anybody ever had an air supply poster i don't know if air supply was ever young <laughs> they've just sort of felt eternally like 49 to me and this is oh, what i mean man. by a man band that's funny yeah i i have no idea what they're what they will do with that i hope we start getting more details soon uh of course i could have marked off more update dates on deadpool 3 on my marvel bingo sheet if this had been no. announced at comic-con exactly. or d23 but they bingo sheets are retired wait. yeah no, we're going to we'll make a new one next year for next Comic-Con. Uh, and oh, that's yeah, no, only I'm when not, it lives. I'm we not don't have them for other times. I, oh, yeah, I know. I'm not saying Why don't you know? I'm telling the listener. I'm saying I could have if they had announced this back then. If they had. Oh, well, didn't happen. No, we've got a date on the calendar. Less than two years. Yeah. Yeah. So that's 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 nice that it's not super super far away uh, uh so- the the prevailing theory i have heard so far is that it is deadpool kills the fox universe which seems that would be fun that would be fun like i feel like that is what it ought to be but i don't know i don't know every toy they've got in the sandbox to play with i don't know what their goals are to introduce uh deadpool and reintroduce uh wolverine into this world where will the MCU be at that time? We don't know. Yeah. Who's a scroll? I, we don't know. I, I would also love Deadpool to be a more what if character. And like it just like whatever they do to continue his movies, if they keep making more after this heard one is, yeah. What if it's more like what if scenarios where they they can do like. What if Deadpool had been in Endgame and it was like they just that is the movie that they make, but it's all from Deadpool's perspective. It's, it's like Lion King one and a half. Kind of right where where like he is the main character. It's all from his perspective. But yeah, he just middle like game and, and middle game fucks things up. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be it'd be in- interesting to see there. Yeah, just like, M- like Deadpool kills the MCU. Like, I, I would just love to see that movie. Give me that. You don't you don't have to explain it in continuity. Just have him kill the MCU and that just be his own like meta commentary. Ju- ju- right. Just like have him be his own thing. He can kill anything. Indeed, he turns the camera and says, "I'm in the middle game now." We're in the middle game now. Um, on top of that, though, Miss Marvel season two has reportedly been greenlit. I don't remember if we got to talk about this a week or two ago. I know this was a little we, bit farther. We back. did, yes, yes. Okay. I told you that my my niece randomly yes, watched episode right. four and loved it. Okay. Okay. Well, then I, I think that's kind of it for the Marvel news right now. Um, oh, so, yeah. That's that's kind of it. So there you kind go. Of it. Exc- exciting stuff. If you're a big old Marvel fan like us here uh, at the captain's log. But yeah, I say we wrap things up there. Call Let's it do quits. it. Let's do it. Indeed. Melissa, where can they find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. Listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities. Show a coast with my brother Jams, where we talk about weird old kid shows you feel like only you'll remember. 
And if you're in the St. Louis area, come to Blueberry Hill on Tuesday nights and watch me host trivia. There you go. Good stuff. That would be fun. Um, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer. And if you guys would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, uh, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. You guys know the deal with all of that. If you're on the YouTube version, go check out the other videos we got over there. That would help us out a ton. Uh, this has been number 208 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. We will see you all next time. <laughs>